Welcome to another episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Vessner. How's it going anyways, Kyle? Fucking sore, dude. Fucking sore? Are you working so out again? Sore. Or are you frothing hard? Oh, dude, I frothed my life out. Frothed my fucking brains out last night, dude. Three holes in one. No way. No, nah, it's a lie. I went to jujitsu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah? For the first time ever in my life. At Pacific Top Team over there? Uh, Cobra Kai, dude. Was it fun? It was fun. But yeah. here's here's the thing. You're, I'm in a regular class. Yeah. So they teach you one move. Mm-hmm. And it's a very it's like a difficult one also. It's like a niche move. So they teach do they instruct you one, you do like fucking you do certain drills. And then uh the you roll for like five people. Like I don't even know. I know the one thing that you barely use. It's fucking bullshit. So you just go for headlocks or what? So I'm just trying to muscle it, yeah. right? Cuz I don't know any technique. So I the I go Jordan the first time I went to Jordan. Yeah. I go him and I'm actually I'm tossing him around. Yeah. To be honest with you. I'm tossing him around. But then I'm getting like control, side control top and then I don't know what to do. Yeah. And then I'm just doing nothing. So I'm like trying to just lean on his fucking throat. <laughs> like I'm not really doing anything. <laughs> fucking brutal. And then I had to roll with good guys, but I'd gas myself and I thought See they he told me to skip the first one. Yeah. And watch and then I did the second one, so I thought there's only two. Okay. So I went fucking hard. Yeah. On the second one, <laughs> went hard, and then I had to do it three more times. Oh jeez. Oh, and I was done. Yeah, that's a, like the most hardest workout. Fighting's the hardest workout you can do, except everything. And no one else is going hard. And I'm like saying to the third guy, I'm like, dude, I gassed myself. Went and he's like, yeah, going hard. It's like going hard doesn't make up for bad technique. I was like, yeah, but what if you have no technique? <laughs> what else do I have, dude? That's the only tool in my so chamber. You're you're trying to tap the other person though. That's your. I'm just trying to get control because there's no way I'm ever going to tap them. Yeah. So I'm just trying to get around their guard and stuff. I mean, you could go for rear nakeds. That's like the one choke everybody can choke. Yeah, but to get to that, you don't just. I know how to do it if I'm there. Yeah, it's getting to it. Yeah, that like there's like. 13 moves in getting to it. And they all know what they're doing. So they don't Oh, they like, could they could never. They don't let you get anywhere they, near They there. fucked with me the whole the whole time. <laughs> Plus I was dead. I almost literally almost puked. You going to go back? Chugging water? Yeah, I'll probably go back. Yeah, it's fun. Do you have to wear a gi? No. I would never <laughs> fucking do that. The one I went to just to check it out. That's, I didn't That's gi as hell, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do a class, but they were like yeah, you can rent a gi and see how you like it, and then you have to buy a gi. I'm like, how much is a gi? They're like a couple hundred bucks. I'm like, well, that's a pretty big barrier to entry. And also, that's the most unrealistic shit ever. Because you're not, you, you don't I have a gi with you all the time. Do you? I think. You think so? Maybe. I don't. I just said that. It could be. Yeah. I think it's because they've always had one. Well, you can't go tarps off, right? You can't just be the sweaty tarps off guy. Oh, dude, I'm covered in four other guys' sweat. It smelled yeah, so bad. Yeah, but you have to wear a t-shirt at least, I yeah, hope. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. we're not doing tarps off jujitsu. No. Might as well pull our dicks out there and <laughs> suck them. Do it totally naked like the Romans or the Greeks. Here's the thing with geese, though. There's all these like gi chokes. Yeah, they're stupid. And stuff. And they don't exist in real life or MMA or pretty much anything except for Brazilian Competi- jiu-jitsu competition gi on, which, doesn't, which is the like smallest version by far. Yeah, gi on is lame. Yeah, you're gay as hell if you fucking do. <laughs> gay as hell. Gay as hell, dude. Um, so we were talking about on the last podcast. 
on the Patreon podcast. I sprained all my toes. Is that even possible? Well, if you got toe locked. I mean, <laughs> I don't think I got toe locked. We were talking about um, the new abortion law that got passed in Texas on the Patreon podcast. Oh, yeah. Full fucking. And we talked about all the different Bible verses pertaining to and the history of the churches. The church that was history. a dope one. I didn't expect to be having such a good time talking about abortions. But we did not talk about um, the second part of the bill. So Texas passed an abortion bill mm-hmm. that bans abortion after 20 weeks, give or take. Um, it's when the fetus can feel pain, so it's a certain amount of time. A heartbeat. Yeah, 20 weeks. It's a heartbeat abortion ban. And if if you violate the law, they've added the secondary clause that goes like this. <clears throat> um, the Texas Heartbeat Act also includes the enfor- an enforcement provision that allows any person to sue anyone that performs an abortion in violation of the statute that's after the 20 weeks as well as anyone who quote aids or abets the performance or inducement of an abortion including paying for or reimbursing the cost of an abortion through insurance or otherwise this yeah so that's for companies yeah this authorizes lawsuits not only against abortion providers, but also against abortion funds, employers, and insurance companies that defray the cost of an abortion, along with anyone else who aids or abets the abortion by providing referrals, transportation, or any type of logistical support. So the woman does not get sued. Anyone who aids or abets the person performing it, anyone who paid for it, the person who gave her a ride, if you said, I know a guy, <laughs> all of those people can get... If you get... mean like, I need 20 bucks for a cab, yeah. uh, and then you find out you went to an abortion, now yes. you're out 10 grand, dude. Yeah, so I'll keep reading. Anyone who is sued for violating the act must pay $10,000 for each abortion performed or assisted in violation of the act, plus the cost of the attorney's fees. At the same time, the act specific... Are you got to pay for their attorney's fees suing you? Yeah. Shit, dude. At the same time, the act specifically bans state officials from enforcing the act, leaving enforcement entirely in the hands of private litigants who will sue those who violate the statute. So it's just a tattletale only law? Yeah, so what the state did was oh, they're like, way worse. we're not going to enforce. We're not going to make it illegal. Yeah, because you know what? Because we would like to get elected again. Yeah. So what we're going to do is make a tattletale state where we incentivize telling on your neighbors for money. Yes. So... <clears throat> When I'm going around to the junior high schools and high schools, I'm not being a creep. I'm looking for pregnant girls and I'm following them online You're and bu- figuring out if they're going to have an abortion. Dog the abortion. I'm dog the abortion hunter, hunter, dude. Hunter, hunter. <laughs> Ten grand a piece. So, I'm suing the doctor. I'm suing the school. And the state has made it so they're like, look, we're not going to go around breaking down abortion clinic stores. That's not what we're about. We don't even do that. The citizens can sue... Which means it probably won't be enforced almost at all, but there will be a group of absolute fucking cunts going around doing this. Think of all the frivolous lawsuits you could create. I heard so-and-so got an abortion. It can't be heard. I can't win a lawsuit with I heard. Well, you'd have to... You'd have to video evidence of going and sneaking to the clinic and stuff. Okay, yeah, so any woman that's had a miscarriage... You'd have to give video evidence of someone going in pretty large and coming out a lot smaller. (laughs) Okay, well, I'm saying anyone who's had a miscarriage, they would presumably be Preaching visibly... Required, yeah, well, they're, they're pregnant, 
right? And now they're not pregnant. Mm -hmm. And someone goes, I bet you they just said they had a miscarriage. They actually had an abortion. So now we have the biblical test for the unfaithful wife. You couldn't prove it, though. Well, you'd have you'd have to prove they who would have to prove it. The accuser has to prove it that they had an abortion, not that they. So now miscarriages just spike through the roof. That's the other option, right? Yeah. 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 Backroom abortions. Also, we're talking about 20 weeks, which is six, which is everything after five months. Yeah. Which is a pretty long time. Is already. By the way, I have to correct myself on the Patreon slightly. It's not illegal in Canada, but the doctor's association refuses to perform them. Okay. So you good luck finding a doctor to do it. No, no, no. Not good luck. You won't find a doctor to do it. Okay. In Canada. But what they will do is send you to the States where those dirty bastards will do anything for a a buck, dude. Yeah. It's fucking crazy when. And we'll pay for it. Did you know that? That our government pays. For $100,000 for across-the-border abortion? That is ridiculous. Yeah. So we so we don't have, like, we don't have the moral fortitude to do the, your abortion, but no, we'll we, pay for it. That's, yeah. Okay, if you fucking just... And it's not, it's not, we don't have the, it's the government, it's the, the doctor's union or association or whatever won't do it. Okay. So then our government is, is kind of like, well, we're not opposed to you doing it. But there's no one here who will. Who's the? What's the crime for hiring a hitman? This is like hiring a hitman. Uh probably less than a hundred thousand dollars. I could guarantee I could get a hitman for fifty grand. That's <laughs> two. Abo- so, I get two hitmans per abortion for sure. That is fucking wild. Um, and here's the thing: I think we should absolutely discourage. We got into this already a little bit. Yeah, absolutely discourage six. To nine month abortions. Yes. Really figure your shit out before then. Yeah, it's uh it seems like it's easier to easier said than done, but I think overwhelmingly it's easier done than said. Yeah. I think almost every person I would say the vast majority know they're pregnant at six months. Yeah, I'm saying there's there's always there's, there's always the outlying cases. Absolutely. But yeah, for the most part and I think I think And I think the, we should abort the person with the baby in those cases. It, it, every time you don't know you're pregnant at eight to nine months, we abort both of you. I think we, we bring you in for a regular abortion and give you both the shot. <laughs> Just, and you and, and one you. for you. The I think we're talking about these these like post six months abortions are pretty rare. I don't like because we they're rare. They get talked about in the news and the like articles. They're rare. as if that's what's everybody's doing, but it's the outlying cases. Big like, time on, in the bell curve. It's got to be in, in the like under ten percent, right? Yeah, but that's still a lot. It's yeah. probably less than that, honestly. Well, it's probably five. Which, but here's the thing. It's been going up. Yeah. Because the, the culture surrounding it has been relaxed. Whatever. Yeah. Instead of like, well, you've had the baby for eight or nine months, and now your boyfriend broke up with uh, you, so... I'm trying to... Fucking kill that. I'm trying to have... Flush that shit out, dude. I'm trying to have empathy and trying to think what it would be like. Do you like. know how they do it? It's got to be worse and worse. Uh do you know they do it? How do they do it? They fucking suck it out with a vacuum or what? No, well, if it's tiny, yeah, but not in the, not not when it's that old. How old? Because that thing has arms and legs and a head and everything, right? And so, a heartbeat. They fucking take a big needle, stick it up her cunt, right? Yeah. And kill the baby with some kind of poison. Very biblical. Yeah. And then they take this <laughs> robot scissors 
grabbers they can snip off the limbs and pull like them one of those uh arcade games yeah the claw it's like a claw game jesus well i'm trying to think of a reasons for why a person would want to have one of those late-term abortions and i'm trying to think if you're if i was going through my first pregnancy and i'm like like you said maybe the guys in the life for the first part and then he leaves that would definitely be a factor and being like i don't know if i want to do this by myself and then yeah i mean that's a reason as the baby grows it's becoming more and more real right yeah. like there's a, that's definitely a factor like this is this shit's happening my feet are swelling my tits are gross yeah this because i i'm the type of guy that puts off a problem to the very last minute oh yeah the only the people the chicks getting pregnant for nine months having abortions are caleb's of the world <laughs> Yeah, it'll, I'll I'll drink it away. Ah, oh, shit, didn't so, work. Something'll happen. Maybe I'll just trip and fall down the stairs. I mean, there's got to be cases. <laughs> if I get drunk enough, it's got to happen at least once. Yeah, there's got to be cases of girls just going, "Fuck it, I'm gonna try and drink and drug that for like a week and try and get this fucking miscarriage going, and then it doesn't work, and you're like, "Well, now my baby's retarded." So now you have to. So now I have to. <sighs> yeah, it's a big fuck. I think the biggest that that. $10,000 suing thing is going to be a disaster. We've already seen... Just think of how the YouTube rolled out when you could just report any video you wanted. Here's the good news, though. The burden of proof relies on the accuser in court. Mm -hmm. So they're going to have to literally... Like, stalk out. Even if a girl goes in and comes out, that's not enough proof to convict a But what about the, the frivolous <clears throat> lawsuits? That's what I'm concerned about. Like people well, the frivolous lawsuits happen constantly in the states yeah so it's when i don't think that's a, a it's big just factor. a new category of frivolous lawsuits because it seems like yeah, this is the new patent troll dude is <laughs> uh yeah, you accuse somebody and then that's the big fucking rigmarole not yeah but you're not suing them yeah so in a in a in a frivolous lawsuit patent troll thing the whole point is to put pressure on the person that can't afford litigation yeah but they don't have to pay because they're not getting sued the doctors are getting sued and they have money that's true the doctors and insurance for they have insurance to get sued against that's why they added the uh, money thing in there also huh okay so you don't i think it'll be a big problem i don't think i think it'll i think most people are nice and reasonable at least to the point where to do any action yeah like everyone will talk shit online but no one does anything i don't so i have no I have no faith in people going out and stalking abortion clinics to actually get evidence because people are dumb and lazy. It's not going to happen. If you could just call someone out, accuse them of having an abortion and get 10 grand, that would happen all the time. I, but you, the fact that you actually have to have proof. I think 10 grand is a high enough number for people to be bounty hunters. Like yes, actually staking out. It is. Yeah. And a few people will do it. Yeah. The overwhelming majority of people are lazy jackasses. It's true. There's no fucking way this is going to be an epidemic. Someone showed me uh, in Sweden, they showed me this like YouTube channel of this guy who's like a bailiff's helper. And I guess this is a real job. It's like what Dog the Bounty Hunter did. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you, you're a bailiff's assistant and you Anyone in certain states, I think it was Montana or somewhere, can go around and collect a bailiff's bounty, like basically arrest people. Yeah. And there's you, you like once, <laughs> if somebody fires on you first, you can fire back and like yeah. all this crazy mm -hmm. shit. 
And so this guy just goes around pounding people's doors, being like, I'm a bailiff's assistant. Come outside right now or call the cops. And he's not allowed to break down the door unless he has visual visual confirmation that the guy's inside. Yeah, and he did break down the door, and he was a complete cunt the whole time. I just can't believe... I I don't know. I think... Do you not understand that that guy thinks he's a superhero I in do his understand. own mind? No, what I can't believe is the state privatizing fucking law enforcement. You know why? why? In this specific case? Because they're allowed to do things without due pro. They don't have to follow the due process that police have to follow. Yeah. so That's like, why they privatized it and made the specialty industry because cops legally can't do most of that stuff. Okay, but that sounds like a place where I don't want to live. Oh, I agree. That sucks. Yeah. It's specific. It's an old rule. It's like a fucking, I don't know if it goes back this far, but it's like an Old West style rule. It, I think it would be, yeah. It, it is. And it just never got taken off the books. <laughs> it's for people jumping bail. Because they put up these, because the bailer puts 20 grand up on their behalf and then they skip town. Now he owes 20 grand. So they're like, that's a lot of money and these people can't be trusted. So we have this law for these untrustworthy people. So you can go get your bail back. <laughs> yep. It was, it's a, it's a system put there so people do get bail. The guy was a total asshole in this video. He's walking out, gun drawn. Get on the ground. Yeah, get on the ground. Cunts. And they're like, can I have your, can I see your badge? He's like, I don't have a badge. He's like, I'm a bailiff's assistant. Like, how do you just like arrest me? What the authority do you have? Yeah, I would shoot him. <laughs> I Here's the thing. I don't, I think you have the right to shoot him. If he just comes- He's not a police officer. Yeah. He doesn't identify himself. If someone pulls a gun on you, you can shoot them in the States. That's so crazy. So I think you could just shoot that guy. That's why he wears a bulletproof vest. I know who you're talking about, by the way. I've he's, seen the video. He sucks, eh? He's the worst. He made me so angry. But here's the thing. The, the people... First of all, they made a TV show, reality TV show yeah. around him. So he's going to be an epic cunt. Yeah. It's like Omarosa from back in the day on The Apprentice or whatever. They pick cunts so that you can be mad. Yeah. I'm sure most of the people aren't that big of cunts, but it's going to attract a certain alpha douchebag, for lack of a better term. Yeah. An aggressive, probably steroided up douche. And he was a complete tool. He's like throwing, ga- he's like smoking. He throws smoke. Oh, he thinks he's in a video game. And then he ran into yeah. the smoke he and was like he's coughing. Superhero. He's like, we got to get out of the smoke. It's too smoky in here. <laughs> I actually looked up some of these. I Googled the Texas abortion thing. Uh-huh. Mainstream news doesn't exist anymore. They're, they're just, they're clickbait like the rest of the internet. So what, what? None of it was right. What do you mean? So like not what we read yesterday at all. Oh my God, dude. Blatant lies across the board. These are the headlines. Texas bans virtually all abortions was the majority headline I saw. Virtually all abortions. In reality... Abortions up to five months. Yeah, that's and not- including five months. That's not virtually all. That's that's almost none. <laughs> yeah. They banned almost no abortions. <laughs> it couldn't be farther from the truth. And then I saw multiple headlines like Global News Canada. Yeah, Texas bans abortions after six weeks. Nope, definitely not. Do you know how crazy the news? Uh- I don't understand. They all read headlines and then just made their own headline based on it. I've, dude, fucking nuts, dude. I have an anecdote to this story, and I've told it before in the podcast, but I'm telling it again just because it's, I, it was a insight into the way the world works. I went to broadcasting school many years ago, and in our broadcasting school, we had to do 
Um, <clears throat> basically, we pretended we were a different style of radio station, and we were that radio station for the day. So for a month, we were like a soft rock station catering to like women between the ages of like 20 and 40-something. And then we were okay. a rock station catering to guys between this age. And then we were a blah, blah, blah. So anyways... You had to go from, oh, what's up, bros? Yeah, yeah and, and we had to like to do the That's news the and stuff. And so so we get the news. The way people get the news, even like CBC and stuff, they have their own journalists that they employ, but it's getting smaller and smaller. Most of the time they buy it off of some freelance journalist. Uh-huh. And it goes on to this. Exactly what happens What's now. called The Wire. And so somebody writes a story. They put it up there. And then all the news co- corporations take that story and spin it or buy it outright or, you know, read it and base their news off several of those, right? Mm-hmm. So, but it's just telephone game of news. So, like, when we were doing our news, someone would read the news and then they'd put their own spin. And then we'd be encouraged to make it more interesting, right? Attention grabbing, right? Those oh. types of... So, just use bigger, better words, those types of things. And I remember... When I was doing the news, no matter what station we were in, I was doing hard news. Like, the Uyghur situation in China is worsening. Climate change is worse. Like, it's hotter than it's ever been. And I kept getting, like, the guy, Peter Shad, the guy running the thing, who was the voice of the Whitecaps at one point. Um, <laughs> Sick, Bray. <laughs> um, he's like, dude, people can get their news anywhere. And they listen to this type of radio because they don't want to hear that type of news. They want to hear music and they want to hear like, you know, quirky rock star news or, you know, yeah, interesting dumb facts. Yeah. Life pro tips, that type of shit. Mm-hmm. And so basically he told me that people don't want to hear the news because the news is available and they can read it if they want, but they don't want to hear it. And then uh, the other thing they're doing is just sensationalizing every piece of news that comes through their thing. Because mm-hmm. so it, like. Texas ba- bans reasonable abortions. It's not a headline. Virtually all abortions is what's encouraged. I don't know how you could write that with any with any integrity in yourself. Oh, journalism's like dead. With any integrity whatsoever. Call yourself a journalist and not even have respect for the people who did it before you? Like, literally no respect for anywhere, it's for just, where you came from. It's just how it's done now. <clears throat> the thing is, it's become an arms race for advertising dollars. Yep. So eyes get the money, and you you can't just do unbiased news because no one reads, no one, there's no demand for it. Cause, or I guess maybe there is demand for it. But I mean, There's no such thing, but I get your point. Yeah. Trying to be unbiased, yeah. at least. Yeah, like... The closest I've seen to people trying to be unbiased, I mean, they, they will admit that they, they don't have an agenda, but they have a bias. Everybody right? has a bias. Because everyone yeah. has one. And they end up seeming like the crazier people. And here's why I think that is. I think it's because if you go through years of saying things that look obvious to you, like us reading this, mm-hmm. that pissed me off so much to see every mainstream headline not even close, not even get it close to right. We read the whole thing in the Patreon, by the way, and it is, if, if you don't want to listen to it, which is, you should, fucking go download it somehow. Yeah, the actual it. legal. The actual legal document. Yeah, it's pretty reasonable. Holy fuck. <laughs> I came into it ready to be furious, by the way. I don't want to even get into that, but, like, what was I talking about, journalists or something? Journalism's dead. They all have an angle. I don't know what the fuck. Oh, yeah. That be, the people end up being... The people that I see that end up being the most reasonable. Yeah. 
as if they vary in research their opinion and they try to find as much proof to to back up what they're saying every time like independent research actual journalism end up seeming the craziest because they ha- they do this all the time <laughs> where they look at it and they go they start getting mad and yeah. now they're just yelling <laughs> yeah it's true. all the time and it's i know like three dudes like that like legitimate journalists and they're all on youtube now cuz yeah. that's how you that's the only way to monetize it really and i'm like i thought they were yelling for attention <laughs> i don't think they are i think they're yelling cuz this is infuriating <laughs> Like, if you actually respect journalism and you see, like, the biggest players in the field doing this day in and day out, I would lose it. I would absolutely, and I'm not, I don't aspire, never aspire to be a journalist, but I would absolutely fucking lose it. I mean, and the erosion of trust in the institutions of government and journalism and wherever we get our information is creating a climate of people not trusting. That's why we have You shouldn't. You obviously shouldn't, though. Okay, okay, you're right. But I'm I'm also acknowledging the climate of there's so many people that just don't believe like the obvious truths either because they're like that's i don't know man i can't know what to believe because nothing is true anymore that's a symptom of it look yeah. when you've been lied to a certain amount of times you're gonna be like oh, everything's a lie so, yeah so it's bad yeah it's just another bad thing i mean i i get how flat earthers get to that they yeah. start off with one belief yeah usually some strong belief in something a lot of times they were religious before yeah and they break that and they go that was a huge lie that I've believed my entire life. That's a world-shattering lie. Yeah. And then they start to get into other stuff and realize our government's lying to us. Yeah. And then they get into this conspiracy side, and then they believe that because it's reinforced by the fact that they've been lied to their entire life. Like, most of those people who end up being flat earthers were originally, at least what I saw, yeah. claimed to be ex- well, they're already kind of the type. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you completely. Well, they've been bred to be the type. And then they, you, t- they got their world shattered at like sixteen. It's true. Once you yeah. le- once you realize that nothing you that's a fucking wild thing to live through. Like like that happened to me on I such a is, small scale. Think is true I, is true. I couldn't imagine what it was like for you to have that. <laughs> yeah, nothing that, is true. I guess nothing is true. So I'm gonna go. I guess I just kept I just kept reading and reading and reading. And being That's like, what I did, yeah, but mine was way smaller. Like, I don't know if I would have got there at that point because mine was like, oh, everything that people have told me, no one knows what they're talking about. Yeah, I didn't think people were lying to me. I, just, I guess you didn't either. No, but they still, I still don't think they lied to me. I just yeah. think they believe <laughs> wacky shit. I remember confronting them on a bunch of these things back in the day, and I was like, why'd you say? They're like, I don't know. Someone told me. Like that was their answer. They, they. I was ready for a big gotcha, you fucking liar. And they're like, I know someone told me, so I told you. You're like, fuck. That's what I heard. Yeah. Speaking of a book of lies, do you remember what we read uh, two days ago, Kyle? Yep. What did we read? Some guy's killing people. Jehu, that's right. Jehu killed all the ministers to bail. He got them all together. He said, hey, we're having a big bail party. It's bail worship time. It's Ramadan for bail. Everyone get your suits. He even called the uh, royal. Um, Where's the naked devil girls the d- dancing around the fire? I mean, we can embellish. Sure, they had a big orgy. They had a big feast. Isn't that what like those type of pagan things did? They're, they Bale did seems have a little pagan. They did have shrine prostitutes, male and female. That's so awesome. So it is a giant orgy. And then Jehu, with his you know tongue in cheek, says, "Get ready, we're gonna have a big party. Make sure nobody misses it." Everyone from Bale's in here, and he puts him in the temple, and he gets 80 of his best guys and says, it's your life for their life. If anyone gets out, 
you're dead. Then he killed them all. And to this day, they use the Temple of Baal as latrine. So that's how you know. Like, do they piss and shit on the rubble? Um, I think they drilled or holes they, in the floor. Or did they... <laughs> or shit in the altar, like a fucking yeah. aqua duker type Or did they thing? build a nice bathroom? Because who even wants to use a disgusting bathroom, you know? Plus, there's if you wanted to get a bunch actually, of dead people in there. Yeah. Ew. Burn it down. Just burn it. <laughs> um, and then after that, Jehu, who talked to God himself, the Lord messaged Jehu directly, uh, decided to worship a golden cow. Again. Again. They just shoehorned it again. Again. So God. What we know for sure is every descendant of all these fucking idiots <laughs> loves golden cows. <laughs> it's in their bones at this point. No, you can't reinforce the fact that that will get them eternal, fuck, their entire lineage wiped out. So, actually, he doesn't get his lineage wiped out. God promises them four generations. Four. But then after that. But then he shrinks the size of the kingdom because they're wor- wor- worshiping golden cows. So we're- Which is only a punishment, really, to the people in his kingdom. Yes. Because he still gets to reign over people. Yeah. I'm sure he's barely... What did his payload get reduced? The yeah, amount of gold that he looks it's at? It's like winning, you know, you win $20 million in the lottery instead of $50 million. You still got $20 million. I'd be fucking pissed, though. Where's my out of 30 mil, dude? All right. Second uh, Kings chapter 11. When Athelia, the mother of Ahaziah, saw her son was dead, she proceeded to destroy the whole royal family. But Josheba, the daughter of Jehoram and the sister of Ahaziah, took Joash, son of Isaiah, and stole him away from among the royal princes who were about to be murdered. So basically, this is like a Anne Frank type deal. One of the, Everyone's getting killed and somebody gets saved and hidden away. Oh, okay. She put him in... in Write a diary to it, probably. She put him and his nurse in a bedroom to hide him from Athelia, who was not... So he was not killed. He remained hidden with his nurse at the temple... Of the Lord for six years while Athelia ruled the land. So for six years, he's living in the walls, eating like mouse food and stuff, like scurrying around. Like the How old is he? From a baby to six years old. Oh, okay. And so who's this again? Um, this is just a and new who's guy. Athelia? Um, the mother of Ahaziah, the king of Judah. So Athelia is the grandma of this kid. And this is like, have you seen Life is Beautiful? <laughs> God, it sounds so familiar. It's in, okay. It's set in a Nazi concentration camp, and there's a clown. <laughs> he's not really a clown. He's a doctor, but he's a clown actor. He's a very comedic slapstick actor, and he basically convinces his kid that they're playing a big game of hide and seek, and he can't let the Germans find him, and so he's hiding this kid in the concentration camp. That sounds awesome. It, it it's. I, I've heard of it for sure. It's uh, it. a really sad movie. Sometimes I like a good. Uh... Make you feel like a piece of shit. Yeah, movie. it's a good, it's a good one. I recommend it. Anyways, that's what's going on. This kid's hiding in the temple, and they're keeping him alive for six years. In the seventh year, Jeho- Jehoiada sent for, for the commanders of the units of hundred, the Karites, and the guards, and had them brought to him at the temple of the Lord. He made a covenant with them and put them under oath at the temple of the Lord. He then, sh- then he showed them the king's son. So he said, "Look." I got to show you something. This is a big deal. And then they're like, okay, what is it? He's like, make a promise. We got to make a promise. You're not going to do anything. And then they said, okay, we promise. And then he said, 
He showed them the king's son. He commanded them, saying, This is what you are to do, you who are in the three companies that are going on duty on the Sabbath. A third of you are guarding the royal palace, a third at the surrogate, and a third at the gate behind the guard who is who take turns guarding the temple. And you who are in the other two companies that normally go off Sabbath duty and are all are all to guard the temple for the king. Station yourselves around the king, each man with his weapon in his hand. Anyone who approaches your ranks must be put to death. Stay close to the king wherever he goes. So he's got a whole bunch of men guarding the entire kingdom, the castle, the temple, and where the king is. Who's instructing this? Um, the commanders, Je- Jehoiada sent for the commanders. He is a new guy. So we got the ba- some baby in the walls. Yeah. We got the fucking king being guarded. I think the entire he, army. He's I think he showed them the king's son and he's like, "Look, this is who are you you have to protect with your life." So they're saying this about the 6-year-old. Yes. They're protecting he, the 6-year-old. He's the king. That's what I think they're saying. That's what I thought, but it it's not really clear. It's not very clear. I it could be the it said the king cuz but this is the king's son who would be the king. Who's the king right now? The king is Ahaziah died, the daughter of, okay, I don't know. It says, but Josheba, the daughter of King Jehoram and the sister of Isaiah, took Joash and stole him away um, when they were about to be murdered. So I guess Jehu is the king right now. So when they say protect the king, I they think, mean protect this baby, not the actual I king? I think the baby, yeah. And why is anyone believing this fucking rat in the walls is the king? Um, because the queen mother, the grandma of the king's mother, Philia? yeah, she, she like, that's a pretty good reference to have to say that this is the, that is fair. Okay. She's the one saying it okay, because so, a baby, like, why would anyone believe that? No. And it's at some point they put an eight year old king <laughs> over Israel and he's one of their best Kings. Could you imagine that's actually like, listening to an eight year old? Yeah. It'd be exactly like having Joe Biden in office right now. I could imagine a whole country listening to it. He's just licking an ice cream cone. It's literally exactly the same thing. <laughs> Old dude with dementia is exactly like an eight-year-old. Yeah, it is. Because he's not running the country. The uh, eight-year-old? The eight-year-old technically is in the Bible story. I understand he, that. He like, makes decrees that get done. Yes, but he gets told. Would you like, would you think this is a good decree, you know? <laughs> so I guess like, you just yes. give it to Biden. Should we keep pulling out of Afghanistan? Would you like another ice cream cone? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you see him look at, getting interviewed with the ice cream cone? No. Oh my God, dude. Like, fuck, that dude is... I mean, it's... <laughs> it's sad for the country. And it's kind of just proving that the... The president doesn't do anything. Who is in charge? Let's not go down there. All right. I don't know. I literally don't even know. Me neither. Okay, so um, the commanders of the units of 100 did just as Jehoiada, the priest. So Jehoiada is a priest. Um, What? Jehoiada, the guy that's ordering this. Is a priest. Is a priest. That's because you asked who he was. orders from his mother. Or well, grandmother. The grandmother said, the grandmother said, keep this kid safe. And he said, you got it. So now the priest, it's one of those classic stories. It's like we gave him to the priesthood so that he could, you know, grow up till he's old enough to become king and then take the throne back. 
because he's the rightful heir. This would make a good movie, honestly. I mean, I wouldn't give him to a priest at that age, but... <laughs> it was a different time. They weren't all fucking molesters then. Maybe they were. <laughs> I was just like, what? I think it's just more accepted. The commanders... Didn't they like... Isn't that the time of like cutting off kids' balls and shit? Yeah, but they never moving? did this. They ne- The Jews never did that. No? They just cut off the foreskin, not the balls. With their mouth. The commanders... I mean, the the... the Levites never did that. The kings of Israel had eunuchs, so there That's was. What I thought. Yeah, there was guys cutting people's. So balls this off. is the time of. Yes, that cutting kids' balls off so you could fuck them uh, till a late age. I mean, that's one reason. Another reason is so that they could be like trusted around your female wives. Like <clears throat> to have, if you want servants for your wife, mm-hmm. you cut all their balls off just so you know that they're not banging your wife. They speak like children, though, right? Because they're they don't have puberty. Um, that's a good question. I uh, think that so. That is what happens. Yeah, if you cut your balls off before you hit puberty, that's you ignorant. Don't hit, you don't really hit that's puberty. That's ignorant blanket. <laughs> I think that's a good. I think that's Michael Jackson. Might have been a eunuch. Yeah, it's possible. Didn't he always chemical be- castration? Is what they're saying. Okay, so the commanders of the units of 100 did just as Jehoiada the priest had ordered. Each one took his men, those who were going on duty on the Sabbath and those who were going off duty, and came to Jehoiada the priest. Then he So gave all them, the on-duty people and all the off-duty people. Everybody, are, the whole army. Guarding this one area. Yeah. And no one's like, what the fuck is going on? Why is there like, fifth, like four, 45 soldiers? Probably, probably hundreds, <clears throat> I would say. Why is there hundreds of, of soldiers guarding this one area? I, I, that would mean there's none around the king. The actual king has no guards. I didn't read ahead today, so I'm finding this out as you are. Um, Let's find out. Then he gave the commanders the spears and shields that had belonged to King David and that were in the temple of the Lord. The guards. So the priest just has a fucking battle chest? He's got an arsenal. Jesus Christ. Uh, the yeah, gu- so he wasn't planning anything or any, you know? <laughs> The guards, each with his weapon in hand, stationed themselves around the king. This near- is a, that's a great plan. The priest is like, I can't, I can't be king. I'm not in the bloodline, but what I can do is put a baby king and then tell it what to do. <laughs> Puppet master. Uh, stationed themselves near the king, near the altar and the temple, from the south side to the north side of the temple. Jehodada brought out the king's son. that's by the way by f- no way it's pronounced that way but that's how, that's how would you pronounce that one there let's see top of the second paragraph it's jehoida 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 there's not two d's in there. there's one d i know i just add <laughs> syllables to these ancient names brought jehoida brought out the king's son and put the crown on him he presented him with a copy of the covenant and proclaimed him king they anointed him and the people clapped their hands and shouted long live the king which in this case six-year-old it, <laughs> so very long life six-year-olds dude <laughs> yeah six-year-olds um but in this case he probably would live longer considering he's he's gonna have a long reign till the six years God, what a what a six years it was dude what a terrifying, um, I don't know, idea of the king realizing that. He, so he's your puppet master for a while, but at some point the king realizes, I'm the king. Everyone has to do what I'm, I say. That's going to be good for the teenage years, right? That's what I mean, right? I mean, obviously King Joffrey in Game of Thrones is that character to a T. Mm-hmm. But the king probably doesn't know that he could be killed. Like Maybe he's smart enough to know better and maybe someone told him. 
Or they turn into Nero and just start making human torches and doing really crazy shit. Maybe not that far, but I'm saying they're like killing everyone that slights them. That type of thing. Kyle, here's the thing that... I don't trust human beings with that much power. Here's here's an interesting thing, though. So the old adage, um, power corrupts, absolute power corrupts, absolutely. Mm Mm-hmm. There have been many people with absolute power that nece- weren't necessarily absolutely corrupt. I don't believe that. You think every single one of them was totally corrupted and doing whatever what they want? What do you want. mean totally corrupted? I mean, to- like you said, like killing people for no reason. No, I don't believe that. So, the- But I believe if you do start at six, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's going to happen almost every fucking time. There's for sure been people with total power. The problem is, is not, is not your... Uh, intentions that's not the problem i think most people have good intentions it's your perception of what is good eventually like god it's good for me yeah because just having even having that much responsibility the hive like it's like one of those you ever heard this i think it's it's a weird analogy but they have they used to have jars of jelly beans did you have these when you were a kid that you could guess Mm -hmm. like school and shit and uh the average person is wildly wrong. Mm-hmm. No, like you guess, you're wildly wrong. But if you take the average out of uh, the whole school, it's almost exactly right. Someone gets it. One person is really bad at doing th- like large, large, complicated things. Mm-hmm. Like usually it's like one person figuring out the last hardest piece, like the smartest people in the world, built on the back of historically a bunch of other really, really smart people. Mm-hmm. So it's never one person doing something. So as soon as you give one person free reign, we're no, we're they're surrounded by sycophants who don't want to die, right? And want their lives to be better to exploit them. Then there's no no checks and balances for anything. Like that can't not go wrong in my mind. There, there that can't possibly su- succeed. There's the theoretical no <clears throat> checks and balances, and then there's the actual. Because even mm-hmm. even a king has you know his general and ministers. And yeah, stuff. but that's. Yeah, but if you're on a full dictatorship, right, you have yeah. to respect those people at all mm-hmm. to listen to them, right? And at a certain point, you're just like, I'm the king, bitch. Like in an argument, yeah. you're going to do that. But 15 years later, king I'm un- the king, bitch. Understands that if he says, "I'm Nero did that, he only lived till he was like 25. Mm-hmm. And for three years, he did that. He killed a bunch of people, did whatever he wanted. Um, you know, fucked a horse and stuff. And then people were like, this guy's unhinged. It's, it's dangerous to be that, around that's him. That's not even my point. I mean, things you think are for the good. Yeah. Like, here's an example. Venezuela was like the poster child for socialism, right? Yeah. Look how awesome Venezuela is. They had all this money from oil and they were trading it. And then guess what? When you start pointing out people that should do certain things... It doesn't always work out to be the best person doing the thing. Usually a market deciding a, who's better at something is better. So yeah, like an oligarchy. like It nepotism. never works because you're not, you think you're good at eyeballing that guy can do that and that guy can do that. Even test them and do it. Yeah. The market decides. People have to compete to figure out who's better at something. That's how human beings works for whatever reason. So then everyone's starved to death. <laughs> Hold on, there's more though. So as people were starving to death, there was a lot of children starving to death. Right? Do you know how the government fixed that problem? Solved that problem? They upped the age of children? They made it illegal to report children as a 
starve starvation as a death for children in hospitals. That's how they fix the problem. So if you're like, if you're in that position as a dictator, doesn't that seem like a good solution? Because you can talk yourself into that being good for you and for everybody. It'll stop mass hysteria. People will stop protesting and trying to attack and take your throne like one one thing that can seem fucked up from the outside if you're a dictator can seem just sure i think it's your perception that gets warped not your intentions yeah i I could live with that so because i don't whatever doesn't matter i'm done (laughs) i'm done yeah okay so back to the Bible here. So they brought out the crown, put it on his head. Long live the king. When Athelia heard the noise made by the guards and the people, she went to the people at the temple of the Lord. She looked and there was the king standing by the pillar as the custom was. The officers and the trumpeters were beside the king and all the people of the land were rejoicing and blowing trumpets. Troubadours trumpeters? Trumpeters. What's a troubadour? True, I, I don't know. I, I think they're like wealthy people from France. <laughs> Okay. Just sounds old timey. Then Athelia tore her robes and called out, Treason, treason. Jehoda the priest ordered the commanders of units of a hundred who were in charge of the troops. Bring her out between the ranks or between the precincts. And what, put, the, what what are they doing to Athelia? I don't know. So Isn't she, that the kid's grandmother? Yeah, so she heard the noise made by the guards and she looked and then she said treason, treason. <clears throat> so what? I thought she constructed this. Where I'm obviously confused with the who. Athelia, the mother of Ahazah, saw that her son was dead. So Ahazah's dead. She proceeded to destroy the whole royal family. But Josheba, the daughter of King Joram, took, took the sister of Isaiah, took Joash, the son of Isaiah. So Athelia, the grandma, tried to kill everyone, and the grandson got away. She didn't try to save the grandson. She tried to kill the grandson. So that was my mistake in explaining the story. So who harbored the grandson? The priest did. St- the and priest- originally this nurse this, just the, loved this baby? The, the sister of the guy... So she took her nephew to the priest and said, keep, keep this baby secret. Yeah, but up, up until it was six, though, only when it was six. For six years, it got no, for six year, no, a, a nurse no, fed it in the, in, with rats. No, they so. brought it to the fucking church right away. Oh. This is like a similar story to Moses, where they take okay. the baby, run away. And so Athelia, so she's saying that this guy is not the king because she thought she killed the whole family of Ahaziah. Why? I don't know, because she was the mother mm. of Ahaziah. But it seems weird it just to me. Happened. That's what it says. So there's no king right now. Then there was a king. It wasn't this guy. It's some other king. I think it's Ahab. It's not, a, or or not Ahab. Jehu. It's not within their bloodline. I I don't know, dude. I'm very confused. I guess it would be. It could be Jehu. Well, let's just plow through this, okay? Let's not try to understand <laughs> it because it's not really a good story, anyways. Like I don't even care. It could be good if we understood it. <laughs> Jehodada, the like priest. there's some shit going down. So she, for the priest, it said she must not be put to death in the temple of the Lord. So they seized her as she reached the place where the horses entered the palace grounds, and there she was put to death. So they killed Athelia. Jehoda made a covenant between the Lord and the king, and the people that would be made the Lord's people. He also made a covenant between the king and the people. All the people of the land went to the. All the people of the land went to the temple of Baal and tore it down. They smashed the all. There's another temple temple of of Baal. Baal? Yeah, that they're smashing it down. Why? Because God hates Baal, dude. No, but I mean, who built the other another temple already? 
there's multiple temples of Baal. The one that Jehu destroyed was not the only one. That's what I would infer. He killed, he smashed up one temple. Yeah, there's not all of them. Not all of them. They smashed the altars and idols. Never makes any fucking sense. (laughs) And killed Matan, the priest of Baal, in front of the altars. There's always their enemy. You know, it's always in the stories. Like then they smashed up their fucking enemy, and then, well, when it looks like they had totally redeemed themselves, golden cow again. Uh, there's always like an enemy that they just yada yada you, fuck up every you, story you've noticed this and this allows them to this day to talk about the invisible enemy satan demons that spiritual Baal. world how come Baal hasn't resurrected its head yes but ba- baalzebub that's ba- the devil is that a is form, baalzebub yeah a form of Baal. one he's one of the fucking faces or manifestations of Baal. oh that's cool so do you th- is he a trinity or does he have more heads than that? No, they are all just names for the same thing, which some people say is the same about God. But having the imaginary enemy is very good for pushing people in a direction. You'll see it at church all the time. The enemy wants us to take the vaccine. The enemy wants us to vote for so-and-so. The enemy wants this bill to go through. The enemy wants to stop abortion. So it, they have a like a uniting <laughs> force that they can all attack. The worst thing, like I don't, I don't subscribe to being on any team, no, whatsoever, because I can't stand, like you're getting close to th- seeing someone, and you're like, this is a reasonable, and then you dig harder, and you're like, oh god damn it, <laughs> every time. Yeah, everybody has a Venn diagram that overlaps with like maybe not at all, but most people some, and then just more and more and more. And there's hardly anyone that you're gonna find just two circles, just like we agree with like, every single almost thing. nothing, which is fine. Which is how humanity works, or whatever. Yeah. But like, I am I am not pro this fucking government forcing the shit on you. Mm-hmm. And I know there's plenty of people that aren't, but a lot of people in the camp of this are nuts. <laughs> yeah. Shoot. And <laughs> I'm like, doesn't I've, that suck for I've, your cause when you like your cause is? I don't have necessi- a cause. Whatever your whatever mm. you believe isn't necessarily wrong, but yeah. enough crazy people believe it also that that's enough to discredit your idea. Yeah, it is annoying. More what more annoying? What's more annoying to me is the reasoning behind it. So then you go, oh, this isn't gonna work. <laughs> like what they're doing, and then they go, yeah, stop this because it's actually. The what is it? The new fucking market? It's the new market of the beast, and you're like, no, what? No, <laughs> like that's what the protest is for? The mark of the beast? <laughs> I'm talking about rights and freedoms, people. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I think you just gave me another reason. <laughs> so. All the people of the land went. So then Jehoda, the priest, posted guards at the temple of the Lord. He took with him the commanders of hundreds, the Karites, the guards, and all the people of the land. And together they brought the king down from the temple of the Lord and went to the palace, entering by way of the gate of the guards. The king then took his place on the royal throne, and all the people of the land rejoiced. A six-year-old. And, and the city was quiet. By the way, for the record. Athelia had been a city, was, a city was quiet because they're like, what the fuck is going on? And the sword at the palace. <laughs> Joash was seven years old when he began to reign. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just learned... Bare, can't even read yet. Doesn't Just what learn do the alphabet. all the people in Israel to do today? Dig in a sandbox. Looks like we're <laughs> digging in a sandbox, boys. No, build me a bigger sandbox. Yeah. Whatever. Monster trucks. <laughs> yeah. 
Make me a monster truck. I'll fucking kill you. Put bigger wheels on that cart and hit it with another cart with bigger wheels. Yeah. Um, did you learn anything today, Kyle? Yeah, history's stupid, dude. <laughs> this isn't history. This is mythology. Fair enough. But shit like that happened. Yeah, shit like that. Baby did. kings and stuff. That did God happen. God damn, dude. <laughs> like, as bad as, as people things seem, it's still the best in the world right now, essentially. Yeah. And... It's way better than everything in history. How about the idea of there's obviously people like me and you that that are skeptical that are like, we're not actually going to do what the king says. And then Mm. there's some people that are so brainwashed that are like, you know, the king is ordained by God. God chose this seven year old boy. We have to do. Oh, I assume that's most of the people. (laughs) I I assume that's most of the people are like, yeah, long live the seven year old. That's good. He'll live longer. God's, that's why God chose him so young, because he's so good. He gets to live an extra long life. Yeah. Like, that's what I think they believe. I, I have nothing but contempt for the past. I actually think more people don't believe in it, Kyle. I would love that to be true. It's not true today, though, so why not, would it be true back then? That's true. It's more than like 70% retards today. Most people like doing what they're told. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell yeah, me. Yeah, women telling other women to put on burkas. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> okay. Did we get any emails this week? I know it's only been two days. We did. We did. Got a long fucker. A long fucker, perfect. It's real fucking long. <laughs> All right. Prepared for this? Yes. Dear Bible Slayer and Kyle. Uh, oh no, I know who this is. It's fucking rude. I know who the Bible's. There's only one person that calls me the Bible Slayer. No, this is ironic. Oh. <laughs> it's not who you. I should have let you think it for at least a paragraph. You'd be like, where's the thing calling me the Antichrist? I know it was. If you said it was long, that's why I was like, oh God, it's Trey. <laughs> it's not. It's not the who, he, who shall not be named, dude. You can say it because you're like the Harry Potter in this story. Everyone else can't say his name. Okay. I'll write this email to you the way I read an entire life story on the website just to get a fucking recipe. Okay. Do you understand what that means? I think he's re- talking about how she. on West recipe websites, they like go, this is a recipe from oh, my childhood scr- where mm. my dad used to get the dog to lick his butthole. Out in the backyard for a long time, and then he would get the dog to lick the butter, and then he would get the dog to lick the pan, and it had that nice butthole flavor that you like <laughs> growing up. That's that's how we got butthole pancakes. <laughs> gotcha. I've been listening to the podcast since the beginning of the pandemic. Came across your pod when I was looking for one that would read the Bible to me from the beginning. Me, my boyfriend, we must be the only one. That's so funny. Me, my boyfriend, and my 13-year-old daughter were sitting around at Easter, and I realized that my kid didn't even know why we celebrated Easter. You know what's funny? I was just thinking about, we will always be the only one, unless another comedy one comes up, because no regular Christian trying to get their point across will ever read this front to back. Well, it's been done before, just the straight-up audiobook of the Bible, but not with commentary. Not with commentary. (laughs) Not with explaining what what's going on? There's tons of Bible commentaries, but I don't know if there's an audio one. I mean, there must be a pro Christian one. There must be. 
a pro-Christian Bible commentary. If front, there isn't, that's back, fucking wild. Front to back? Yeah, there's got to be. Oh, yeah. Even maybe. just reading the commentaries as audiobooks would count. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, so you didn't, your kid didn't know why you celebrated Easter. That's hilarious. That tr- that kind of is hilarious. I love when kids find out it's not about the bunny <laughs> and the eggs. I never found that out. I didn't care. <laughs> Give me chocolate, bitch. A we're, little bit. <laughs> we're celebrating the crucifixion of the Lord and Savior. I thought we were celebrating me getting his, candy. His brutal death. <clears throat> I'm happy about it. <laughs> Well, it's the only way we could be saved, Kyle. Yeah. In his own no, dumb I, system. I just like the torture. <laughs> Get tortured in a dumb way. A little backstory on me. I grew up in Atlanta as a Jehovah's Witness. I know the Bible pretty well in our version of it anyways. But we fell away from the truth when I was in my teens. When I had my kid, I didn't plan on introducing her to religion at all. Besides sharing how I grew up and letting her make decisions for herself. Seven years ago, my family made the trek across the Great Plains to move to the mountains. We ended up in Salt Lake City, Utah. And as you probably know, I am surrounded by Mormons. (laughs) (laughs) There's no separation of church and state here, and it's a little fucked up. But I love it. I always tell people that I pretty much grew up the same way, and I didn't have a fucking... And we just didn't have a fucking city. Hey, no swearing. (laughs) And JWs do drink. Jehovah Witnesses. I'm not the kid that I knew growing up, but I only knew one of them. So maybe they that love was a to person. party. Oh, really? <laughs> Apparently, we don't officially celebrate anything. We find out a million other ways to celebrate. That's true. They're not allowed to celebrate. They're not allowed to fucking party, dude. They don't have birthdays. They don't celebrate Christmas. That's so pathetic. Why were you celebrating Easter? Hey, huh? What's going well, she's on? She's not there? a JW anymore. Oh, okay. She fell away in her teens. Was the truth in quotes, or were you being serious? Because it's in quotes. Okay, good. That's why I said it like that. Okay, good. Mormons celebrate everything, and the only thing they drink is Diet Coke. Yeah, they're not allowed caffeine. <laughs> no coffee, though. I have no idea how they figured out that loophole. They have a they have a lot of loopholes, though, like the loophole loophole. What's the poop hole loophole? Loophole loophole. Oh, the loophole loophole. That's loop-hole. the fuck me in the ass. Cause I yeah, I know Jesus. the poop hole one. What's the loophole one? The loophole loophole. Oh, that's, that's, that's it. I think that's what they mean. Okay. Yeah. So anyways, I really didn't want to listen to a religious zealot break down the passages in the Bible. I wanted to listen to something funny while I sat around my house scrubbing baseboards, waiting for the world to open back up. I blew through your podcast laughing the whole time. I shared it with most of my family. Actually, (laughs) my mom listened to some of it. (laughs) What did she say? I'm always curious. I always feel like people are going to turn it off right away. Like, it's so bad. People love it. The people love it. (laughs) It's been... It's been spoken. I couldn't believe it. Her mom listening to it. And she said that the reason she left the religion was pretty much the same reason Caleb did. It doesn't make any sense. (laughs) My mom is a pretty smart lady and has read every book under the sun. She basically had questions that the elders could never answer and was sick and tired of the politics. Yeah. When I was a teenager, she threw her hands in the air and said, fuck it, I'm leaving and you can do whatever you want. So I have. That's great. It takes a lot of balls. It takes a lot of courage to walk away from something. Like a, a lot of people be like, "Well, this is what I've been. I believed. I can't walk away now. It's my whole life, and I'm just. I'm gonna force it." I think it's some way you have to convince yourself you're better than it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm. Be- I, I really, truly do. Like I have these questions that you can't answer. <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. I'm better than you. Well, I also- think it takes a type of arrogance as well. I'm not saying that's a negative trait. 
It, By the way, it sounds like it is. It says, but all like arrogance that. isn't bad. It it is in <clears throat> fact true though. They don't. I think you should answer, believe in the thing that answers the most questions. Yeah. Yeah. Truth. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. And truth is changing. When you go, this is true forever. It's probably not going to be true forever. <laughs> unfortunately. Shoot. Shoot. <laughs> My mom is pretty smart, teenager. Okay, I so I have three siblings along with both parents. Some of my friends can't believe how different my parents are now. Let me put it this way. My dad makes my mom pot cookies for her arthritis. You could never you could never told me that would be happening 20 years ago. That is crazy. <clears throat> Weed for some reason drugs were so much more of a sin than alcohol. And it, it just never made any sense. Like, weed was a definite sin. Like, you're going to hell for smoking weed. Well, because human beings have been drinking alcohol for thousands of years. And it's, you not, have... it's not a new drug. It's an old drug. Drink this wine. It's my blood. Yeah. Drink this le- lemonade. It's my piss. <laughs> nice. nice. I, fuck it. I rule. <laughs> it's going to go to the next sentence pretty well. The Bible rules <laughs> has been by far my favorite pot ever. That was a good one. <laughs> you re- you guys are really you guys are terribly inappropriate, and I appreciate it. I could go on and on about my favorites, but this was consistently more and more terrible as the podcast <laughs> went on. I laughed the whole entire time. Oh, you 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 rule, <laughs> thank, you rule, Brit. Thank you so much for your nice email. Finally, to the question. Okay, here we are. Yeah, is God pro-choice about the vaccine? I guess I read the whole thing. And if not, and if not, and getting the vaccine is a sin in God's eyes, how would you say our loving, forgiving, and jealous God would punish the sinners and vice versa? If not getting the vaccine is a sin, how would he punish? Okay. Well, I've seen Christians trying to argue both sides of this debate on the internet. Um, I would first go with, it's God created the fucking virus. So there's that. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like there's that. For, for our sins. There's that problem. China's sinning the most if it, you think about it that way. Yeah. Because it started there. Um, we did some fucked up shit. There is the rules in back in Leviticus. Remember if somebody became unclean, if they got a skin disease or a cough, they were supposed to leave the camp cover their mouth and go unclean unclean so social distancing has been in effect since ancient times and recommended by god um i would say the vaccine falls under uh loving your neighbor as yourself because i don't know it's kind of a you do it for the community and yourself theoretically theoretically um it's hard to like the people the people who say the vaccine is bad are talking about bad's a weird way to put it. Well, bad, okay, negative. What do you what No, I yeah, the mark just, of the beast people? No, that's what I'm No, you're right about that. I just mean that concept is weird, but go on. Yeah, so the mark of the beast people, I don't think they're actually talking about the disease fighting part of the vaccine. I don't believe they believe in that. I believe that they think the entire mark like the fact that you need a vaccine passport is a step in the direction of having a mark that everyone has that's used to like transact. Basically, the Bible predicted we'd all have a mark and you'd need it to move around and yeah, that's live bad. your life. And that I can agree with is bad. And 
It's kind of trending that direction. Like, I don't see a way we avoid that fate. I can see a way. How's, how's that? In, can, in Canada, at least? Okay, well, maybe not a mark, but they have facial recognition cameras everywhere. They have Everyone oh, carries their phone mean. everywhere. Well, then the phone's the mark of the beast. So then the phone would be the mark of the beast. Um, God would punish you. Now, there's two. How would God punish you? So I don't believe... I believe that God would tell you to social distance. And I believe that God would tell you to get the vaccine. In, just in the name of treating your neighbors well and being you know, nice slash polite. Mm-hmm. I don't see how it would... You could... There is verses about not ingesting poison and not doing witchcraft and not doing uh, the practices of the occult, which yeah, I've seen. Calling all science witchcraft is that's a what little I, bit of a stretch. I've seen Christians <laughs> a lot of argue that the, it's the occult and it's a serum and it's you know witchcraft and so it's not good. And, and, then, but, and then until they get sick and go to a hospital. Yeah, exactly. And then you get to say that about all Mexican or Mexicans. Mexicans, yeah. <laughs> no. Fuck those guys. Medicine. <laughs> all medicine. All medicine. Um, and punishment. Well, the punishment for life is death. So God technically doesn't punish anyone. They all choose their own punishment by choosing to uh, not worship him. So checkmate. So God wouldn't punish you, but he would throw you in hell because he doesn't punish you. So do the math on that. Yeah, I can't. You throw yourself one in hell. One plus one equals minus two somehow. You throw yourself in hell, Kyle. That's how it works. I so, threw myself there. Yeah. Can I throw myself out? No, you can't. God well, keeps you well, there. I didn't Once have any you choice. threw yourself in, you mm-hmm. can't get out. How about if I was aiming for heaven? <laughs> aiming for heaven. What if I was aiming for heaven? <laughs> <laughs> fucking... Aiming for heaven. Ended up in hell. That's a fucking Black Sabbath <laughs> song or something. I'm hungry for heaven, but I had it. That's literally Dio, dude. Well, then I just, I made that up. I've <laughs> never heard that in my life. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, assholes, keep being assholes. I look forward to church every week. Britt. Thanks, Britt. Welcome to the family. Thanks for telling your family about us. Thanks for telling your mother about us. If you know any more disillusioned JWs, share the podcast with them. Tell them there's some people reading it like it is. And if you have any we're firm... read it like it is, dude. Firm believing JW <laughs> friends, funny. tell them about it too and be like, you guys believe nonsense and this guy's proven it. So... That's it. That's the podcast for this week. P.S. Caleb, you should start a book club. I've listened slash read some of the shit you've suggested, and it's pretty weird and awesome. Loved Perfume. Okay. Perfume is a fucking... Let's do it on the Patreon. Do you want to do that? Yeah, I can just read uh, short stories. I got. No, you don't have to read them. I think uh, recommend them and then talk about. Okay, them. sure. Well, then I, they want book recommendations from you. Okay, <clears throat> yeah. Well, I will definitely read some excerpts. There's one short story I've been wanting to read for a long time. Yeah, it's called "An Outpost of Progress." I've read it once before, but it's about two people who are at the ends of the ends of the earth. They're at the furthest outpost up the Nile for the British Army, and they go crazy in their cabin together. And they kill each other. Ah, I fucked it. They kill each other over sugar in the coffee. You ruined it already. It's it's so funny, though. It's a short story. Yeah, even shorter now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. If you want to join the Patreon and check out all that cool shit, it's patreon.com forward slash Bible beaters. We just talked about abortion for an hour and a half. You know what? Biblically. It was was solid. Yeah. (laughs) It was fucking solid. Check out all the links. Or on the website, canacomedy.ca. We got new pods coming. So check that out. Keep your heads up. All the pods kick ass. See you next week.
Baby, believe us, don't you be ashamed to scream at daddy's 